Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour One of Toronto at Large. I am your, I don't know, Wednesday morning host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. I am your, a week from now, I will be at the mayoral debate host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. How's that? I uh, got word yesterday from the Manchester Greater Manchester Chamber of Commerce. Yes, we would be glad to have you at the debate. Although there was a cautionary note that uh, it was expected to be sold out, so I needed to get to them ASAP with my space needs and requirements. Apparently, other media outlets, for the first time outside of Manchester Community Television, are expressing interest in this debate and will be on site. So suddenly there's a media gaggle around a mayoral's race where there was once only... Gerard at large. <laughs> you know, I, I, I remember when uh, <clears throat> Robin Comstock was the uh, president of the Greater Manchester Chamber of Commerce, and they wouldn't allow me to actually broadcast one of the mayoral debates. <laughs> the union leader came to our rescue and basically took the Chamber of Commerce to task saying, really? Yeah, the idea that my being there with microphones would somehow be disruptive to the event was the excuse. It would be, it would be disruptive to the event. Uh-huh. And having the community television cameras there was not disruptive to the event. Anyway, so we'll be on uh we'll be uh, we should be uh, if everything goes uh well and I've been in this venue before so it shouldn't be an issue. We will be broadcasting live from the um conference center at the back room where the uh, debate will take place who knows maybe maybe it's going to be such a hot debate um that they might need a larger venue of course if joyce craig wants to uh have additional opportunities to debate mayor gatsis uh, she's welcome to come into our super secret broadcast location above jock's flower shop I remember fondly the days when Joyce Craig, who was just content with being an alderman, would come into the studio and actually talk to us about things, whether we agreed or disagreed. And I'm more than happy to open up the microphones here. I heck, I'll even let her pick the the uh, a, a a a reporter or other person of her choice to stand next to me at the co-host's microphone here in our super-secret broadcast location if she believes that she needs to have somebody there to help keep it, somebody here to help keep it fair. (laughs) But I'm not going to hold my breath. So, uh, (laughs) we have a busy show today. As always, um, Mayor Ted Gatsis will be in the house. And uh, since I was occupied last night, I did I did see part of the meeting. I came 
I came to the meeting about midway through the presentation, what I, what I had judged to be mis, uh, uh, midway through the presentation on the um, solar array and power purchase agreement that uh, the mayor brought forward last night. And I, I was able to stay up until about 9.30. When they started arguing over stupid crap um, with the Rex Theater, I said, oh, that's, that's enough. So we'll have lots to talk to Mayor Gatsis about today because we did not blog the meeting. And uh, uh, we'll want to get into some additional details. But I, 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 I was sitting there. I, I have to tell you, I was sitting there last night side by each with myself, me. And for those of you who don't know. I am, see, I, I, feel, I feel the need to be a hyphenated American now. It's, it's not enough for me just to be an American. It's not enough to me for me to be the son of an adopted immigrant or of an immigrant who came here by adoption. It's not enough to be the, the great-grandson of Albanian immigrants or the great-grandson of Acadian immigrants. No, I, I, I feel the desperate need to belong to the uh, angry pop culture and declare myself an ethnic American. I am ethnically, well, ethnically, I'm really two things. I'm French Canadian or Canadian French, depending on uh, what side of town you come from. And I'm Albanian, but I'm three quarters French Canadian. Although the kind of an interesting thing in my household, my grandfather was 100% Albanian. My grandmother was 100% French Canadian. But somehow, we grew up with all the food traditions of the Albanians and the Greeks. Kind of funny story. My grandfather was Albanian, but all of his sisters were Greek. <laughs> my grandfather's logic was, well, that my, my, my parents spoke the Albanian language. Therefore, I am Albanian. Language does define, you know. But the sisters, they were all Greek. <laughs> I think it was probably just more fashionable to be Greek than it was to be Albanian back in the day. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm told, oh, and I was talking to a, um, an old and elderly friend of mine <clears throat> at the polling places in Ward 4 during the primary. This is when Christopher Herbert walked into the, uh, the, the lobby of the school and yelled at me in front of this 90-year-old woman. Uh, and accused me of improper conduct with a voter, saying I can't be talking to her there. And I, I basically told him to shut up and get out of my face. Turn around and walk away, Chris. You have no idea what you're talking about. We're not discussing the election. Um, but this lady who knew where the region where my, my great-grandparents came from, uh, and, I, and I wrote it down. It's a place called... Yanaya, Y-I-A-N-N-I-A. And apparently it was in a region that one day could be Greece and the other day could be Albania. I guess it's called Macedonia. Don't know much about the geography, but she was, she was talking to me about where my, my, uh, uh, that side of my family came from in the lobby of the school, which I walked into because I had to talk to Principal uh, Di Benedetto. And, and Herbert basically told me, well, you're you're allowed to talk to principal. Yeah, I know I'm allowed to talk to principal Di Benedetto, but you're not allowed to talk to voters inside the polling place. A, I'm not inside the polling place. And B, I'm not talking to her about voting. <laughs> Although after he walked away, she said, 
I'm really glad I just saw that. <laughs> I think he just cost himself a vote. I think he was thinking I was there trying to t- persuade this woman not to vote for him when I was talking to her about something entirely different. And uh, I suppose I could have done it outside, but she was elderly and it was it was a nice sunny day, but it was cold on Election Day. Anyway, so it's not so I, I will declare myself this morning a hyphenated ethnic American. And why was I doing that, Josh? I lost track of myself. I got I sidetracked myself with too many stories. Somebody call in and save me six oh six six seven six two. Why was I doing that? Ah, Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, side my each with myself, me. That's why I said that. And uh, of course, you know, it is a, a very Canuck thing. And I can say Canuck because I am one. It's a very Canuck thing to uh, to say side by each. It's right up there with throw me over the rake, my fence or throw me down the stairs, my shoes. See, these are direct translations from the French into the English. <clears throat> Anyhow. <laughs> so because I was at West High School last night for my kids' open house, um, I, <laughs> now I even had, it, 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 it's funny, but I, I had several teachers in the building last night pull me aside and say, hey, we enjoy your show. Don't tell anybody. But we enjoy your show. Thanks. I even have one teacher say, I hope you stay on the school board so we can have more of your kids. I'm not sure I understand the correlation between my being on the school board and my kids being in the school, but okay. <laughs> so I was very proud of my kids last night. And uh, anyway, they're doing well at West High School, including, if not especially, my daughter who just transferred over there from uh, the Founders Academy Public Charter School. Anyway, so side by each with myself, me. And why was I side by each with myself? Oh, yes. I was side by each with myself, me, because here it is. And I didn't get a chance to grab what's called the Red Book, but the Red Book contains all of the rules of the Board of Mayor and Alderman. Now, as a general rule, having been a mayor's aide for multiple years and actually having served as an alderman, Committees on the board of mayor and aldermen can't just do stuff on their own, right? So when Danny O'Neill starts blustering about, oh, this is so unusual, and and Bill Barry, oh, this is so unusual. Uh, come on, guys. Do I need to pull out the rules and read them to you? The board of mayor and all committees of the board of mayor and aldermen, as a general rule, may only work on those things that are referred to it by the board. Now, there are routine things like, uh, you know, the planning department's got to talk to the CIP committee about a variety of things that aren't first referred by the board. But there's a general referral there that has established what procedural daily routine things normally go to committee for review and report to the board. All other things go from the board to committee. And I think that's the way it should be done. See, on the school board. It's it's entirely different, and I've tried to upset that apple cart a little bit because I'll put things on a board agenda for referral to committee like I used to when I was an alderman. But generally speaking, if you want to do something at the school board, you send it first to committee, and then the committee reports to the full board. 
So there isn't on the uh, on the school board agenda a referral to committee item like there is on the board of mayor and alderman agenda. And I wish there were because it's a lot easier for the public to follow something when it gets referred to a committee by the main board as opposed to being reported to the board by a committee. So for people to pretend that somehow Mayor Gatsis was pulling a political fast one in an election year because it came to... So here's the criticism. The criticism is you brought it to the board. Huh? And I understand why some people think it might be, oh, I don't know, a political stunt. But guess what? Then it came out that the mayor and public works officials had been working with this company, which approached the city for months. We'll get we'll get some explanation from the mayor as to how many months this morning. And that they were now at a point where the proposal was done. It was solid. It was ready to be brought out into the light of day. They bring it to the board and they're like, ah. What? You've been working on this for months and you didn't tell anybody? Huh? Well, what? Listen, do they really expect that the mayor's going to make a full report on every single thing he's investigating and working on while he's doing it before we even know it's ever going to make it to game day? It'll ever be ready for showtime? I, I just... I was I was side by each with myself, me listening to these aldermen like Shay, uh, not Shay, Barry and O'Neill grasping at straws to try to find a way to make the mayor look bad for bringing this thing forward. I was I was dumbfounded and I thought to myself, wow, these guys are so blinded, so afraid to give credit that they're making themselves look absolutely uh, they just look dumb. Really? You're complaining about the fact that the mayor and the city staff were working on a proposal that they could bring to you with the sole purpose of referring it to committee, which, by the way, is completely within the normal process. And I understand Alderman Sapienza's concerns about, oh, well, you know, you just gave this to us 20 minutes ago, this presentation. Yeah, I get that. In an ideal world, it would have been on an agenda. But since there was no action being taken by the board or even being requested by the board and that it was merely being sent to committee, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't beyond the pale. It wasn't out of bounds. So it looks like the mayor came up with a, a pretty solid uh, set of numbers on this solar array, which, by the way, if you remember the last time a solar project came up, the mayor panned it because the numbers didn't work. Well, I guess he proved the numbers didn't work on those prior proposals because while I don't remember them specifically, it seems to me that the numbers on this one are significantly better. And it's not just about a solar array being built on the dump. It's about a power purchase agreement that will buy a whole hell of a lot more power than past solar endeavors of the city even thought of considering. This project would be three times the size just the, the building the solar array, as I understand it, building the solar array alone is three times the size of the of the of the one that he was criticized for rejecting as a bad deal. So once again, people quick uh, people quick to criticize simply for the purposes of uh, trying to build their own political bona fides have once again been shown up to be, um, well. Perhaps we should put it politely and say less capable than the guy who proved once again 
that when it comes to pulling deals together, he's probably one of the best the city's ever seen. This is Gerard at Large. <laughs>